Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 235, It Won't Work For Me. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. So in this conversation, I want to talk about a very, very common thought, belief um, that's so simple, but that runs constantly and is not seen as a thought or belief, which is could be anything <laughs> that describes that little vague description describes a ton of thoughts and beliefs. But I hear this from people all the time in different words, in different contexts, around different topics. Just this week, I got two emails in the same day that were essentially this thought in disguise. If you would read these two emails, they were about very different things. They sounded different, but the root of both of them was this exact same little unexamined thought. And I think if we look at this, it might it might start to look much simpler and clearer and you might see where this thought is running and looking true for you. Um, so it is some version or variation of uh, I'm different, I'm special, I know that whatever it might be, freedom from my habit or peace of mind or happiness or enlightenment or whatever, I know these things are possible for other people, but I know that they aren't going to work for me. In my in my business, so I, you probably know this, uh, I support people in two ways. There's kind of two pillars in my business. There's the little school of big change, um, which is where I help everyday people with habits and anxiety and all kinds of things. And there's a whole amazing course and community and everything built around that for anyone and everyone. And then I train coaches as well. So there's the whole coach training arm of things, which is many times people who have gone through the little school of big change who have found some freedom and say, wow, this is amazing and I want to be able to share this with others. And so then we support and train those coaches and then help them in their business. And there's that whole side of things. In both of these, whether it's in having a conversation about with someone who's considering doing the little school of big change or the coach training, or when it when they're actually in there already and, and I'm there coaching and supporting them in one of these programs, it is so incredibly common to, to hear some version of, I know that what you're saying is true or I, or I see that this works for other people. So there's not an objection around the concept or the program or anything like that. But the giant but is, but I'm different. I know this works. I see it. I see the impact. I get it. I think what you're saying is true. I mean, I hear this constantly. I really believe that what you're saying is true. And then and then this is where it gets unique, but it's always something that points back to, but I'm different. I'm special. I'm different. It works for them, but it isn't going to work for me. And and almost always along with that, there are reasons, of course, they have, everyone has plenty of reasons for everything we think. That's just what a mind does. Mind doing its job is to give all the reasons. And the reasons are always stories about the past. 
they're, they're, what else could they be? They're nothing else. I mean, even if someone says, oh, I'm too stubborn for this to work for me. Well, that's a story about the past. That's them saying, you know, their mind going back and saying, I'm stubborn and here's the evidence and here's the evidence and here's what I did that one time and here's what I couldn't hear that other time. It, it's always a story about the past. It's a, it's a story about a me. It's a mind giving a story about a me holding on to that really tightly as if it's absolutely true and and then saying yep so okay sorry you know this is a this is a great I'm glad everyone else is getting freedom or I'm glad that these other people can become successful coaches but I'm different I'm special and it's not going to work for me and of course they don't say that I'm special part <laughs> and they don't even really say that I'm different part but they hang out in the past they hang out in these stories of this is how it's always gone. And and all this is, all it ever is, it is just a scared thought. What else could it be? It's their mind trying to protect them from disappointment. It's their mind trying to protect them from failing or being frustrated. Just protect them from a feeling, basically. It's their mind trying to protect their identity and and so they cut it off at the pass and they say all right they decide already nope this is what my past looks like and i just don't think this is going to work i don't want any more suffering so i'll just decide now that this is just you know i'm just stuck here and all these other people get to find freedom from their habits and anxiety and go off and become successful coaches but sorry i have a track record and maybe you don't know it but i'll share it with you and once you see my track record you will agree that this can all work for everyone else except for me. And it's really funny when hundreds of people say that. <laughs> it's not funny, but, you know, when hundreds of people are saying everyone would but me, everyone but me, um, hello, <laughs> something's wrong here. Everyone is saying it works for everyone but me or everyone is feeling like I'm different and this is harder for me. It's a little bit of a clue in that for us. You know, it literally cannot be the truth. So two stories, and I don't have these people's permission to actually share like their emails or anything like that. I'm just recording this on inspiration, like shortly after I receive them. So I'm going to just be vague and kind of keep everything very anonymous. Um, but one woman I'm, I'm talk with occasionally, she went through the little school of big change in the fall um, just a couple months ago and found freedom, like really felt that her habit that she's had for life, I mean, and 30, 40 years plus, um, food related habit, it was just gone. And this happens all the time, right? It goes for a period of time. All that happens, I mean, this happens constantly. All that happens is that I don't really even know what happens, but people come into the school, they feel a little hopeful. They they are pointed in a different direction. Their mind's not constantly beating the drum of my problem, my problem, my problem. They hear some stuff perhaps about the, that they're okay and that the problem is just habitual thought. I don't know how it works. They don't know how it works. Nobody knows how this works, but it works. This happens this way all the time. Their mind falls kind of quiet. Things look different. No one really knows why. And all of a sudden, their their habit, their behavioral habit in many cases that they've been doing, this thing they've been doing for decades, it just stops happening for a period of time. Now, I, I feel like I talk about this all the time. Maybe I don't. But 
this happens constantly. So they stop the binge eating, they stop the smoking, they stop the gambling, whatever it might be. It just doesn't look and feel the same. It just doesn't show up for a period of weeks or months or whatever it might be. And then thought comes back and then and then they think, oh, yeah, and this is where this comes in, right? Thought comes back, old habitual thought comes back, the feeling is there. Just the machine that's been doing the same thing for many, many, many years. I was like, oh, yeah, we know this. And it just jumps on board and the behavior is done. It could not be more meaningless. But the mind, the me mind says, oh, my gosh, what does this mean about me? I knew it. This proves me right, which a mind loves. This proves me right that I'm always going to have this habit, that I need this habit, that it was too good to be true, that I have to work hard for anything good and all the crappy beliefs that a, that a me mind has comes in and all of those come flooding in. And before you know it, they're in their habit worse than ever, worse than ever, because there's all this pressure and added thinking. And on top of it, I was so stupid to think I could be free and look where I am now and it was all wasted and what's wrong with me. And all that is happening is a lot of thought. All that's happening is a bunch of me stories that look and feel really true. So this isn't even really what I'm just, this is all the warm up still <laughs> to what I want to share. So, so this is what happened for this particular woman. And we've been talking a little bit um, off and on by email and just, just me trying to share that with her, you know, and help her kind of see that this doesn't mean anything and all of that good stuff. Um, and so she, she kind of was curious and like, okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe, maybe there was something to what I felt. Maybe that freedom that I felt really really is showing me that I'm so much, that I am not this habit, you know? I mean, doesn't that make sense? All of a sudden, something that's been around for 40 years just kind of ups and disappears for three, four, five weeks. And we're so quick to just kind of dismiss that part, you know? But then when it comes back, we're really then like, no, this clearly means something. But it's like, wait a minute, what does it mean if this is so you and such a deep part of you how did it just take off for five weeks? Like, what is that about? So I'm just wanting to kind of point there and reorient her toward being curious about that piece of it. And and then all this explanation, all this justification her mind is doing when it comes back, helping her see that that's just what a mind would do. And so it feels like maybe that's helping some in my emails with her. So she's kind of like, okay, yeah, I can kind of see that. And and maybe it is worth taking an, another look at. And so she kind of takes another look back there and feels kind of good and feels some freedom. And at the same time, we're talking about, yeah, well, your mind is still going to tell you to do your habit, but but what if you what if you just hear that? What if you just notice it? What if you feel the feelings that come along with it? So we're looking at feeling into stuff and all of that. And things are going pretty well. And then they don't. And then there's holidays or something happens or I think she got sick. I don't know. But but all of a sudden, like when our – I hate, I don't mean it this way. But like when, when the newness wears off, when we're not open and curious, which is a little bit of a – 
like that's new when it's new. You know, it takes a little bit of effort. It's a little, I don't want to say that it's effortful, but it kind of is because well, of course our mind is going to just slide back into its, into its old habits. So when she gets sick or there's a holiday and she eats too much or whatever, I don't know what happened. It doesn't matter, but there's just a slide back to the old. Okay. Of course there is. Of course there is. Like this is just, it's just how a machine would work. Doesn't it just make sense that there would be? It's like if you have a broken bone and then you have it held in a cast so that it will be held in a certain way and then you get a big crack in your cast and the cast isn't working, well, then the bone's going to slide back. Duh. I mean, of course it would. It's no different with, with habitual thinking that we're just so used to believing. It can take some time. It can take some catching it and seeing it, but we don't just catch it and see it like, oh, look, my cast got a crack in it and now my bone's back back to the broken position. We don't see it like that. We say, oh my God, look at this bone. I knew it. I knew it. I'll never, ever heal. Like It's just so crazy how our mind justifies it and explains it in a totally different way when it comes to some of this stuff. So all we're doing, so she's arguing with me in a sense, I don't mean arguing in a bad way, but coming back and saying, look, this isn't going to work for me. I've been down this road a thousand times for 30 to 40 years. This is how it goes. I get hopeful. Something feels like it's shifting. It didn't really shift. And then I get disappointed again. And she's kind of making a case for just giving up. And she's proving it with with very compelling evidence, if you look at it in that way, (laughs) to a mind, very compelling evidence. Look, I have a 30 plus year history of this. I can tell you how it's going to go. And that's the thing right there. It's right there. It's that thought. I I know how this is going to go. As soon as we know how something is going to go, or even if we aren't quite that adamant, even if you're pretty sure that you kind of know how something's going to go, well, to the degree that you're certain about how it's going to go, that's how it's going to go. So in other words, if she says, no, I know how this goes and I know it and you can't convince me otherwise, of course she's right. Of course, there's no other option. Her mind will only see and and then and then her body will only do what is consistent with that when you are 100% certain. It's like it's like if you use the exact same six ingredients to make bread and you use those every time and do it in the same way in the same altitude in the same oven in the same order and all of that, yeah, you're going to get the same outcome or pretty darn close to it every single time. So that's what I told her. Like that's where this kind of went somewhere else. And it's like, oh, do you see, can you see that this one thought, I know how this goes, this doesn't work for me, is the only, only, only thing in your way. It's it. There's nothing else in the way. That's it. It's one little thought. And I don't care how much evidence you have for it. What happened in the past just can't, it cannot do anything about our future, especially or, or maybe only when we're, when we're open to something different. 
if it has to be the same, if someone says, no, I'm using these six ingredients, now give me a different bread in the end. Sorry, you're not going to get a different bread in the end. But if the person is open to any shift, oh, maybe I'll try baking soda instead of baking powder. That would probably completely change the recipe. But anyway, I'm not a, I'm not a baker. Um, but I'm open to swapping or I'm open to stirring them in a mixer instead of by hand or I'm open to a different temperature. Okay, now maybe something can be different. But there has to be that. I mean, there just, there just has to be that. And I don't mean to say that we have to consciously, you know, think I'm open and all of that. We're just open sometimes. We're just not. We just find ourselves not so wedded and not so clingy and attached to certain thoughts and, and wonderful. Then we get different outcomes and different things are, are able to happen. But when there is a belief that will not be challenged, that is being held so tightly and firmly, and it's always just a mind trying to protect you. That's all it ever is. It's not stubbornness. It's not ignorance. It's just your mind thinking, no, I'm done. I, I don't want the don't want the hit anymore to my identity. I don't want that feeling. Well, then I don't, you know, what's going to happen from that? So anyway, with this woman, point this out and we're, we're looking there now, you know, a little bit. And it's like, hey, if you can just be willing for, to make a change, not you make a change, but like be willing for things to be different. See that your mind keeps dragging the past with all the pictures and memories and feelings. But but does it have to be that way? Could there be just one little ingredient that changes in this recipe? Are you open to that? And she was. She is. You know, things are shifting and looking different. Now, when she gets tired or stressed or whatever, will her mind go back to, to the old habit? Very well could. Will that mean anything? Nope. Will her mind very likely come in and say, see, I told you, I told, I told Amy this was going to happen. I knew it. I probably, <laughs> but can we keep looking at that? Can we see that's just a thought too? It doesn't actually mean anything. So the other, the other story, not really story, but another woman I've talked with occasionally and she was giving me kind of an update. She's saying things like, um, I've been, you know, since we spoke last time, I've been feeling a lot better and more upbeat and things are good. But then I got derailed and there's a whole, and then there's five or six different kind of instances that she's laying out where she got derailed from feeling good. And this looks like a problem. You know, all of this is coming with tons of evidence of C, I felt good for a minute, but look, then I felt anxious. And then this person said that, and I thought this, and then I felt anxious. And then this thing happened in my job, and then I felt anxious. And there's like just evidence, like the, the, her mind is just building the evidence for, see, I felt good for a minute. Now I don't feel so good right now. All of this is proof of how easily I get derailed and that I'll never be happy. I'll never be free of anxiety. And of course, I'm sure you can hear it by now as I say it that way. Uh, nope, it's not proof of anything. You're not giving me proof of any single thing at all. There's no proof here. There's no proof in this story whatsoever. There is absolutely no 
evidence or proof for what your future is going to look like at all in anything that you said. What you're telling me is, is my mind was kind of quiet and I felt good. Great. Awesome. Then my mind started making up stories and I felt bad. Yeah, no kidding. Great. Awesome. Me too. Happens all the time. Then maybe my mind got a little quieter again and I felt good again. Awesome. Then my mind came and told me another lie and I felt terrible. Yep, that's what'll happen. That's all that's happening. I know I say this all the time, but I mean, it doesn't get any simpler than that. All that's happening is we feel the story that is showing up right now in this moment. We don't feel the past. We don't feel the future. We don't feel ourselves. We don't feel other people. We don't feel our comparison with other people. We feel the story that is brought to life in this moment, period. So sometimes that story is one of proof and evidence and I'm broken and I'll never be fixed. And then we feel that. Sometimes that story is, oh, it's cold in here and I wish it was warmer and I'm frustrated or traffic is moving too slowly or whatever. And we feel that. None of it means anything about traffic. None of it has anything to do with temperature. None of it has anything to do with your worth or your brokenness or your ability to be happy. Literally, literally, we can leave the content out of it. You are feeling a story brought to life, period. That's it, ever. And so the the flavor of this story we really do want to leave the content out of it and let the feeling and the tension and the contraction just show us that we're believing a story. But the flavor of this story, you know, I, that's where I want to talk and that's where I want to point you and for us to see. And I know we kind of have to keep going back and forth a little bit because we, it's just a fact that we're all, we all get very caught up in content. So the content of the story when it is, I'm different, I'm wrong, I'm broken, I knew it, I told you, which it almost always is for all of us at various times. I just want you to see how common that is and how that is a pointer toward the truth. That, that of any version of that, this works for everyone else, but it doesn't work for me, is a lie. And it is an incredibly universal, very, very common lie that all minds tell. When we can start to see that, that massive objection, I would love to be free, but I don't think it's going to happen for me. I would love to share this with other people and be a coach, but I don't, I'm, that's not me. That does that kind of stuff doesn't work for me. I don't have the personality for that. I don't. I don't sound like you. I don't sound like this person. I don't look like the like whatever. It, none of it means anything. So if we can get a feel for the universal, incredibly common storyline of I'm different, I'm special. This works for everyone else but me, and just start to let that, like, like not to mention the feeling. Of course, that comes with a horrible, hopeless, crushed, frustrated, disappointed feeling. The feeling can wake us up. Let the feeling wake you up if the feeling wakes you up. But I think we've become so used to just powering through crappy feelings that the feeling doesn't always wake us up. Sometimes we're very caught up in the storyline and in the content. So 
So that's why we're talking about the storyline. So let this storyline wake you up. You are not different. You are not special. There is absolutely nothing in the bigger picture that works differently for you than for other people. Does that mean that every single person will be free of their habit or anxiety? No. Does it mean that every single person will will be amazing at sharing this and have a successful coaching practice? No, that w- that won't happen. It will not be the case for every single person. But that does that's not because you are broken and it can't happen for you and it's certainly not because of anything you're going to tell me about your past. Not at all. It will be if that is the case, when that is the case for all of us at times, it will be because our mind is telling us it can't happen that way. It will only be because of our limiting belief that we're different. Not because we are different, not because of your past, but because your mind is talking about your differences in your past and you're believing that that looks true to you. It's just so crazy how, oh my gosh, how real the stories and our thinking feel. And then we're within, we're inside of these stories trying to better things. We're like, well, yeah, I definitely can't be a successful coach, but I really want to be. And maybe if I do this, I can have a workaround. And, you know, we're like just, there's so much of of these lies that we just take as truth and they feel bad, but that doesn't, sometimes that wakes us up and sometimes it doesn't, but we're just in this kind of bad, defeated, crappy feeling like, okay, well, this is the truth of it, but let me see if I can, let me see what I can question in this. And let me see if I can maybe find a workaround. And, you know, it's like, it's like just being in a dream and just trying to make it 2% better so that it's a nicer dream. <laughs> and and it's what we do. It's what I do. It's what everyone does. It's That's just the thing about thought being so true feeling so per like the storyline and the content feeling so true but hopefully this can be a reminder to you that the whole thing is creative the whole thing is a story all of it we don't have to see through every single little thought that pops into our heads but this is why we zoom out. This is why we have that bigger perspective. While we can kind of know that while anything that feels heavy and limiting and hopeless and past-based and fearful is always, always me thinking I'm special. It's always my mind telling me that something's wrong with me or for me or going bad, bad going to happen to me and me believing it. There's no other... There's no other answer there. That's the only thing it can be, always. So I hope I hope this allows you to maybe spot your own versions of this objection to whatever it might be. I would love to go for that promotion or I'd love to take this trip or I'd love to be friends with that person or I'd love to go through the little school of big change or become a coach or whatever it might be. But wherever there's a but and it feels heavy, I guarantee there's some version of I'm different. 
I'm different. And, and your mind is telling you why you're different and it's bringing in the past. And when that is believed and not seen as a thought, it cannot go any other way than than to just keep going the way it's going. So for the woman I mentioned, the first one, she had been talking to a coach that I had recommended. Um, she had tried out a few coaches that I recommended and enjoyed her conversations with them and really saw how they could be helpful. But then when she had this little backslide, if we want to call it that, when she caught, got back up in her habit, she's like, yep, see, so I'm just, I'm not talking to the coaches anymore because obviously, why would I spend my money on something and give my time to something where obviously I'm just stuck in this for life? And then it's like, yes, but look, look how your mind is just proving your thoughts true. So now you, now you were starting to bring in some new ingredients into your recipe here. Now you just shut all the new ingredients out and now you just grab the six original ingredients and you're just going back to that. Like it can't be any other way when we're convinced that it won't work for us or that we're stuck or that we're different. So see if you can notice versions of this coming up for you. See if you can step into the possibility that (laughs) our mind's stories about the past are no different than our mind telling a story about a movie we saw or a fictional character somewhere or like it just, it's almost like, and gosh, they feel different. (laughs) They really do. That's just that continuity that the mind is always looking for. It's that sense of predictability and certainty that our mind is always looking for. It will always create because of this, then that. If this, then that. Like it wants to predict and keep us safe. But see if you can really, really see that this moment is fresh, brand new. Nothing in the past means nothing about anything right now because it really is no past. It's just a story. And that story, it for sure, for sure looks like that story is important and it predicts things. But that is only the case when we believe that to be the case. Otherwise, we're just here, fresh, brand new, new ingredients, always open to grabbing new ingredients, trying new ingredients, and you're not going to have the same bread when you're swapping out the ingredients all the time. It is just not going to be the same. The Little School of Big Change Spring 2023 course begins in just three weeks. 95% of LSBC grads say what they learned in this course put them on the path to lasting change. We're so confident that LSBC will help the way it has helped so many others that we offer a money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Go to the littleschoolofbigchange.com to save your seat in the February guided course. There are just a few spots left in the 2023 Change Coach Training Program. If you're looking for a highly supportive six-month immersion into this understanding with tons of practice and feedback supporting others in this way, this is the course for you. It's an incredible training unlike any other. You can check out all the details at dramyjohnson.com slash coachtraining. training.